It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open the damn fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo, and we're the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. Nearly all of Love Thy Nerd shows and podcast podcasts air on LTN Radio First, and you'll also find an amazing mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie all week long. He said rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday. Guys, it's Monday, and and Mo brought in a delicious <laughs> pumpkin spice. Was it spice or just pumpkin? Pumpkin, pumpkin flavored. Yeah. Uh, cake donut with maple icing and pecans on it. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Yeah. So I think our tongues are like salivating too much. Yeah. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally against my diet, but very, very good. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> if you're listening to our show on podcast, you are late and you're missing out on all we have to offer. Check out LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app on your smartphone. Search and favorite LTN Radio. Today on the show, we're talking about how Twitch has become a true community building platform in such a short period of time. We've also got a Who Said It quiz, Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Monday, November 9th, 2020, and we've got some holidays to celebrate. Yep, yep. But first, can I just take a minute to recognize that, like, we're in the second week of November already. Yeah. I still feel like it's September. <laughs> I really do. I feel like October, I blinked and October was gone. No. And See, I disagree with you. What? I feel like we've been stuck on November 3rd for a month and a half. Oh, well, I mean, that's for <laughs> those of us who are consumed with it. I'm just like, yeah, it is what it is. I'm, yeah, I'm really almost just ready to be all over. Just done following, keeping up with any of... The election and the recounts and the what's and likely going to be months long, yeah, uh, court deliberations and whatnot. I mm-hmm. just I can't I, I can't mentally stay focused in on this any longer. That's what I told my lead teacher today. I said I just I'm, it's not that I'm not concerned or that I don't care, but for my own mental <laughs> health, I have to separate from if it. If I am going to survive yeah. the rest of 2020, exactly. I cannot be consumed by this any longer. Yes. So we are going to stop talking about it because today is, well, <laughs> maybe we're that. not going to stop talking about it. <laughs> it is Chaos Never Dies Day. If there was yeah, that, ever. Yeah, that's a day. A perfect day for what we're going through right now. (laughs) It also gives us no hope because apparently chaos never dies. Um, And today is a day to remind you of that. (laughs) Uh, It's also go to an art museum day. I love going to art museums. You know what? This would be great if it wasn't 2020 and we could go to art museums. Well, Deidre and I managed to go to one. Uh, There was one open. Where where was it at? Uh, Not St. Louis. Nashville. 
There was one in Nashville that was open. I think I think it was Nashville. The, I th- believe it was the Frist Art Museum, uh, and not the first. No, the Frist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, you know, it didn't have. Okay, it was like half open. Like okay. half half of the building was closed, but they had these spread out things. It was a very cool retrospective on some artists that I don't remember, but they were they were you know normal paintings you mm-hmm. can see different places and boats and whatnot but then they had the the uh like abstract con- yeah the abstract art the conceptual stuff which ooh we dug really cool like they had this scrolling letter that was being projected in the dark on like this wall of steam that you had to walk through and I don't get it. I have no, I, I couldn't interpret that art if you gave me a million <laughs> years, but it was really cool to look at. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of neat stuff like that. And the coolest thing, though, that was there is that in like the middle gallery thing, it was 50 states worth of American flags. Oh, yeah. I remember the picture. Yeah. Where this guy traveled to all 50 states and found a school that had a ragged, beat up, torn up old American flag, exchanged a new flag for that one, and then hung up the, you know, all yeah. the beat up ones. And they were all different sizes. Some of them, you know, was, you know, several, several feet long, mm-hmm. you know, two stories tall kind of thing hanging down uh, to, you know, the normal size that you typically see at schools. And, uh, it was really cool. Just I think that would in there, be really cool. Yeah. Really neat. That'd be really cool to see. Uh, hey, and lastly, it's National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever remember when we talked about how it's a scam, all these national days just to get you to oh yeah to go uh, yeah. Well, pff, I, I am on board with <laughs> National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. I don't care if it's a scam; it's an excuse. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I'm going. I like that. Hey, I just made my napkin in the trash can. I'm sure everyone is really impressed. Two points. I am really impressed. If they knew me, they'd be really impressed. If they knew how full that trash can was, they should also be more Ah, impressed. Because it's difficult to get anything in there. Uh, that's all it. You were going to say something uh, about the I, fried chicken sandwich, remember. but you got distracted yeah. by your victory. Your oh, big yes. Win. I think I was just going to say I would rather look at these holidays as an excuse rather than a scam. I True. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like that yeah, yeah, yeah. process. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your week been? I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been good. It's been weird been a week it's been another 2020 week yeah uh i can't nothing eventful has happened so (laughs) in your personal life yeah and if it has then i feel really bad because i don't remember it (laughs) so i stayed up all night on tuesday night i think i think it was like 1 a.m. I think it was 1 a.m. where everyone was just finally like, okay, we're just, we're not going to get anything else out of mm-hmm. anybody tonight. And so, uh, finally went home. I was, I stayed here at the church to watch it because I didn't want to keep, I, for, I, one, didn't want to keep my family awake, and I, two, didn't want to keep being bothered by my family. Okay. <laughs> that's that's fair. But, uh, this was, this was not, this was not a fun time. Like, I've enjoyed, uh, even when my can- candidate didn't win in the past, I've enjoyed staying up and watching the proceeding, watching, you know, this is called, and this is called, and mm-hmm. this is called. 
And this one just felt weird. Like everything, every, I mean, and everyone was saying this too, not, not like on mainstream things, but other people watching along and on Twitter is like, why does this all seem so weird? It can't just be the fact that we had, you know, mail-in ballots. It's like things are being called in weird times or not mm-hmm. being called at all. Things are being flipped and changed and, you know, percentage reporting in is going up to like 90 and then dropping back down to 60 in certain yeah. states. And like this, this all seems to be going just in a weird roller coaster. And everybody on like the mainstream news stations were just kind of pretending like this was normal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, I don't really care what side of the aisle you fall on. This is not normal. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah that's why i think we're we're still going to be having a litigation process for for oh yeah for many many months many moons many weeks at least Poor and Chris. i still have no oh. idea what it's gonna how it's gonna turn out yeah i don't think anybody does at yeah. this point no i that's probably wrong of me to say there are a ton of people who feel like they know exactly how this is going to turn out true a ton of people on both, both sides, sides. <laughs> who are like what's the big deal we already know who our president is but do we though i don't you know um but poor chris this was the first year because you know for several years he's been military we have to move and so when election season comes around either he didn't register in enough time wasn't registered registration had expired just all kinds could never get it yes yes so this was the first election that he was ever he has ever voted in Ever. In his whole life? In his whole life. That's yeah. disappointing, Chris. Come on. Well, you got to think. He joined <laughs> the Air Force right at 18. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, we were in, we were moving to Italy when Obama was elected yeah, during okay. that time. Um, we were in Italy for the next the second uh-huh, round. Getting ready to leave. I was able to, then we moved here. He registered here. But that was when his mom passed away and we had to go home. So I was actually able to vote last election because I was still registered (laughs) back home. (laughs) But I'm not registered here, so I couldn't vote, but he could this time. So, yeah, all kinds of dumb, crazy. Why haven't you re-registered here? Because I have to take the driver's test here in order to (laughs) register. Do you really? Yeah. Why? Because I have to have a New Mexico driver's license. And because I've never been issued a New Mexico driver's license, I have to take the test here you still in New have Mexico. A Tennessee yeah. driver's license? Yeah. And do you know why? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let hold me tell on. you how 2020 struck the biggest in my life this year. Okay. <laughs> I knew you had something to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, my birthday is in July. And so my driver's license was expiring. Like the week after my birthday, something along those yeah. lines. Okay. For three weeks, I tried and tried and tried to get an appointment at the DMV or the, what is it? The D. MVD. The MVD. Motor Vehicle Department. Uh huh. So, which is weird. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, so for three weeks, called every day, went online, could not get an appointment to go get my driver's license because it's, you know, they're shut down. They're appoint by appointment, it's appointment only. appointment only now, huh? Uh-huh. Weird. So I go, 
I like I have had enough. My license <laughs> has expired. It expired the day before. Chris is like, you've got to get on this. Oh, I had to go get my fingerprints done for my job because this is right after Chris decided we're not going anywhere. Right, we're staying right, right, here. Right, right. <sighs> So I have to have a valid driver's license in order to go get my fingerprints, right? So I'm like, this has to be done. I can't not have a driver's license. And I can't wait for New Mexico to figure their stuff out so that I can get an appointment. I go online to Tennessee's DMV. Uh Ten minutes. You get it renewed. You don't even have to be there in person? Exactly. That's better. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But messed up <laughs> for all of us that live here. Got it. Got expedited shipping on it. Got it in three days. Jeez. Okay. Yep. So you're going to be a Tennessee driver's license for at least another, what, four, eight years? Probably not. I mean, honestly, <laughs> after this election season, I'm like, no, you really have to be registered really wherever be you live. <laughs> so it is what it is. Well, you could, couldn't you have gotten like an absentee ballot for Tennessee? <sighs> okay. So I just spoke Tennessee up. Like I just talked them up. <laughs> Their department the D- the of DMV does great, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> trying to get my office. absentee ballot is like so pulling teeth. They uh. don't believe that I live here. They don't believe that we are prior military. They don't believe that I have a right to have an absentee ballot mailed here to me. Huh? Yeah. So. All right. Well. There you go. Way to go, Tennessee. I know. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, Chris. All that to say, Chris. I woke up. Thursday, no, Wednesday, and he's like dragging. And I was like, what is your deal? He was like, I was up until like two o'clock in the morning hoping. I thought for sure I would know who the president is by today. (laughs) And I was like, babe, I knew we weren't going to know who the president was. Like, you know, any other day it takes, or any other year it takes forever still, but this is 2020. Of course we weren't going to know by today. Yeah. He's like, but really? uh... It was my first election ever. I wanted to like... Yeah, they don't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> get your you get your buddy Don Jr. to send you a text saying, "Hey, just they're still just sending me texts." <laughs> they are still. I thought for sure that was the one thing that I was looking most forward to. <laughs> no more communications. No more crazy text messages. <laughs> nope. Still. <laughs> still. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens when you get mixed up with those folks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, how much time do we have? <laughs> we got enough. For okay. Can I tell you something really cool that I did this week? Absolutely. You'll you may. probably be really proud of me. Okay. Okay. Channel so accepted. We, I've, I talk about how I have to do lunch duty for a third grade class and a fifth grade class, right? Uh-huh. At school. So my fifth grade class, it's always hard to figure out how to keep them occupied during lunch. They have to sit in their classrooms to eat lunch. They have to stay in their desks, you know, and it's a 45 minute lunch period. And so it's just a long time for them to be just sitting there doing nothing. So for the longest time, I played Wheel of Fortune with them, which was cool. I would come up with a puzzle. They'd guess letters. Awesome. Okay. Well, then the other day, Thursday... A girl says, Miss Mo, can we play Among Us? And I was like, no, you, you cannot play. I wish we could, but no, we can't play Among Us. And she was like, no, I mean like real life Among Us. And I was like, again, cool idea, but you guys can't get up out of your seats. You can't complete tasks. You couldn't kill somebody. You know, how are we going to make all of the 
things of among us happen. Yeah. And so I stood there, they're talking. I was like, just give me a minute. And I'm thinking and thinking. So I tore a piece of paper into, there were five kids in the class that day, into five strips, okay? And on four of those strips, I wrote crewmate. And on one, I wrote imposter, okay? On the imposter strip, he had a fake task that he had to complete, okay? It, these things, all of them had tasks, just yeah. one task to keep it easy. But I had like, talk about your favorite Christmas movie. That was one person's task. Read a book. Um, argue with the person talking about the Christmas movie, okay? So I had just these random things that each person specifically had to do, uh-huh. all right? And the imposter, in order to kill someone, has to make eye contact and then do the little head nod. That was a big thing in the 90s, you know, when you would see somebody. That was killing somebody, okay? It was discreet, yet obvious for the person who you're killing, but discreet enough to the rest of the kids, you know. Did I see that? Did I not see that? I I don't know. To call an emergency meeting, you stand at your seat. That's how we know, okay, you saw something, so what did you see? All right? Then they begin telling who they think is the imposter. Yeah. Okay? Then we vote. Do you think that so-and-so is the imposter? Everybody who thinks they're the imposter, raise raise your hand. If we get enough votes and it is the imposter, that person stands and reveals themselves. If it's not the imposter, the game continues and the imposter can continue killing people until they reach victory. We played six rounds of this game in two days and these kids think it is the greatest thing in the world. I was so proud of myself for figuring out how to on the fly like Uh that. That's pretty brilliant. I was so proud. I was like, oh, okay, this is awesome. That's pretty darn brilliant. To the point that on Friday when their teacher came back after her lunch break and they're telling her, we got to play Among Us. And she's like, oh, you kind of give me the look like, really? You let them on their phones? (laughs) And the girl's like, no, no, listen, this is what we did. And she goes, that's brilliant. And I was like, yes, it is. Hair flip, walking out, deuces. Really good. Yeah. That's really good. I was proud. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Thanks. Really cool. I'm blown away. That's really See, cool. That's re- the- it's, I, I never would have been able to come up with a way to do it. Number one, with children. <laughs> but number two, sitting at a desk where they can't yeah. touch each other, move around, hide, anything like that. Yeah. Pretty good. I was proud. So Pretty all good. you teachers out there listening... Steal you can idea. steal my idea. Just you gotta. Just give me credit, please. Send Mo five dollars. Uh, you can yeah. send that to my address. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And I will take care of it. Whoa. We don't want to put her address out there. <laughs> that's just that's not safe. Right. Uh, but <laughs> <sighs> whatever. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, a Twitch controversy. Hmm, there's more backroom morning show in just a few. Stick around. Suppose I was to say to you, it was possible to get those test answers. I would say go for that. Anne could have said so in a text. I'm asking you if you know the difference between right and wrong. I discovered at a very early age that if I talk long enough, I could make anything right or wrong. So either I'm God or truth is relative. And in either case, booyah. Oh, 
Interesting. It's just the average person has a much harder time saying booyah to moral relativism. Duncan, you don't have to play shrink to protect your pride. I accept. You're chicken. Are you trying to use reverse psychology on a psychologist? No, I'm just using regular psychology on a spineless British twig. I'm a professor. You can't talk to me that way. A six-year-old girl could talk to you that way. Yes, because that would be adorable. No, because you're a five-year-old girl and there's a pecking order. Fine, I'll do it. Thank you. In the pilot episode of the first season of Community, we see Jeff Winger, disgraced former lawyer who is practicing law without a law degree, starting Community College in his attempt to actually acquire one. But of course, his backhanded ways have not come to an end just yet, as he's trying to coerce a former client of his and a professor at this community college of Greendale to give him every answer to every test for every class he's ever going to take for the next four years. And true to his character, he really is able to convince almost anyone to do or believe anything he wants them to, given enough time and enough opportunity to talk. That level of lying and manipulation is a pretty decent skill that most of us learn early on in life, and a lot of us have become experts. In fact, sometimes we're able to move the chess pieces around the board so well, well, it's almost like you've become something unstoppable. I mean, it truly becomes like a superpower. We become masters of manipulation, taking our insecurities, our fears, and the things that we struggle with, and instead internalizing those to aim them back at other people, pointing out their flaws, their insecurities, their pains, frankly, doing everything that we are terrified someone will one day do to us. And we use it for our gain. There's a whole televangelist industry out there that makes a living off of doing this kind of thing. They come as wolves in sheep's clothing, manipulating all of their listeners by using buzzwords and and scripture they've twisted for their own purposes, all for their monetary gain. And even when they're called out on this deception, they are almost always able to talk their way out of it to where everybody who's been listening to them for so many years will continue to believe in them and send them money. Proverbs 21.6 says, The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor and a snare of death. So if you're actively out there lying and manipulating for your personal and monetary gain, it might last for a little while. But if you think you're going to be able to keep this up indefinitely without God stepping in, I wish you luck! Okay, you know, uh-oh. Okay, there's more to this speech. There's actually a middle card that is missing. Can we all look around our immediate areas? Because I really wanted to... Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. If you're listening on Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours, and we'd love to kick off your day with some humor and fun. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable LTN Radio, uh, the skill, on your Echo devices, and then simply ask Alexa, play Back Row Radio. And before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Are they chicken sandwich facts? So they're fried chicken facts. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. They didn't have specific fried chicken sandwich <laughs> facts, so I was kind of disappointed. Uh, number one, the Scottish were actually the first to deep fry chicken in fat while the rest of the world baked or boiled it. 
Gotta love the Scottish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Up until the early 1900s, fried chicken was a dish reserved for special occasions and holidays. And the lengthy preparation time also meant it was rarely, if ever, found on a restaurant menu. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. The Makes pressure... I said it makes sense. Oh, the pressure fryer is the secret to the colonel's success. He purchased one of the first ever pressure cookers produced in 1939 and converted it to a pressure fryer and managed to fry chicken in half the time. Huh. Uh-huh. Which apparently converting a, fry, or a pressure cooker to a pressure fryer is incredibly dangerous, so the fact that he did that and survived <laughs> was also a fact. <laughs> um, not all chickens are suitable for frying. Hmm. Young chickens are usually best for frying, as older chickens become more tough and require a long, low cooking time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, young chicken. Baby Young chicken. chicken. Spring chickens. Spring. That's actually what, yeah, <laughs> spring chickens. Uh, even though fried chicken is typically thought of as an American dish, there are variations all over the world. Nashville-styled fried chicken is, however, considered the unhealthiest I of bet. all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. That's it. Okay. I almost stepped on one of your possible facts, but oh. you didn't say it. So, uh, bonus fact. Okay. It's the official Christmas meal of japan really oh wait i did yeah, you know that? that we talked about that before yeah. yeah how like kfc managed managed to sneak in some sort of weird tradition yeah as an advertising campaign and it caught on and it is a tradition they don't really celebrate christmas as it is in japan but for that day it's fried they're chicken eating, day they're eating kfc y'all yep <laughs> <laughs> all right um so we're about to get to our main topic for today, but before we do that, uh, we want to spotlight Love Thy Nerd's newest show, Two Words, hosted by John Berkey, and uh, I'm excited to sit in the chair next to him as we discuss wrestling, faith, and everywhere that it intersects. Uh, to give you a taste, I want to showcase a portion of our first episode where the challenge was for us to read a portion of scripture as a wrestler. The idea sounds cringy, I know, but I promise it's hilarious. Take a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be Psalm 23, read as a promo <laughs> by the son of a plumber, <laughs> the American dream, Death to Rose, baby. I can't. Oh, gosh. Okay. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. Mom, if you're listening, please just fast forward a couple of times. <laughs> Your baby boy's not a moron, but he is doing this. All right. Come on. Hit us with it. 
The Lord is my shepherd, baby. He don't make me want not a dang thing. <laughs> you see, he leads me down to green pastures and the still waters, and he restores my soul, baby. <laughs> he leads me down the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You see, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, sometimes we call that the valley of hard times, <laughs> I will fear no evil. You see, there's two things in this world that the American dream, death the rose, does not fear. That's evil, and obviously, Rick Flair. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Is that the whole thing? That's the whole oh, thing. Oh, gosh. I'm going to give you a, a second to catch your breath uh, and tell you a small story about that. It. I uh, <laughs> won't tell you where I work other than for uh, the church, but it's a, it's a big box retail store. And uh, I don't really deal with customers all that much, so sometimes I talk to myself. <laughs> well, most of the time I talk to myself. And I started working on that impression mm. in the store. <laughs> And I came around the corner and I said something about like, uh, it was like, he leads me down to green pastures, baby. And like, as I said that, there is a woman standing like right there and she's just kind of looking at me and I just turn around and walk the other way. Nope. Sorry. Like, sorry, ma'am. I get out your way. I used to do that impression way too high, but and it sounded very effeminate. <laughs> Okay, I got mine. All right. So, <clears throat> so what is what is yours? Oh, okay. It's uh, Ephesians two, seventeen through twenty two. Okay. Uh, in the style of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, which uh, I feel like is my best one. Oh man, it's. <clears throat> I'm already tingling. Okay. Whew. Uh, all right. Gotta get, gotta get into that slim gotta gym get, mode. Gotta get in that. Oh yeah, mode. All right. All right. Okay. <clears throat> He didn't come for nothing. He didn't come for nothing, okay? I'm talking about the cream, the cream of the crop, and the cream always rises. He came and he preached to you. Didn't matter if you were far away or if you were near. He gave you access to the Father by one spirit. Oh, yeah, he did that. Macho man didn't do that. Paul didn't do that. No way. Let me see it. Yeah, let me see it out loud. The macho man says Jesus came to make you members of his household, the cream of the crop, but on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Oh, yeah, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. And I want you to hear me. I want you to take it all in because comparatively speaking to the Lord, you all and even the macho men, we're all nothing but garbage. Yeah. But he brought us together, the cream, the whole building, a federation of souls joined together at the hip. Oh, yeah. And this household will rise to become a holy temple of the Lord. Yeah, because the cream always rises to the top. That's his doing all of it. It's his sandbox and it's plate. Time. He makes miracles out of garbage. He turns foreigners and strangers into the cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Yeah. <laughs> it's his sandbox and he's playing. <laughs> that is Oh, I had way too much fun getting that together. If I ever get a chest tattoo, that's what it's going to say. It's his sandbox and he's playing. It's just like a picture of Jesus with a little trowel. 
Oh, gosh. I'm sweating from that. That's, that's a, it takes a lot of effort. I almost threw my voice out practicing good the other day. good macho man really does. Um, <laughs> and there's a big difference between a bad macho man and a good macho man. Mm-hmm. The first two episodes of Two Words are now available. Available? Available? Available. I said it weird. as like fumbling out of my mouth. <laughs> available. Available. Available over go. on lovethynerd.com, as well as on Spotify and all the other podcast places. Uh, on the most recent episode of Two Words, though, we talked about a controversy happening behind the scenes at WWE revolving around Twitch. Uh, for some reason... Vince McMahon specifically, who is the CEO of WWE, which is World Wrestling Entertainment, for those not up on the lingo, uh, has come to the decision pretty much by himself that he does not want his wrestlers to use the Twitch platform as, you know, Twi- Twitch is a way to also earn money. You know, typically, if you have fans, they'll... They'll they'll pay a little bit more money to like get their comments spotlighted, or sometimes get it read aloud on your stream. Okay. Uh, sometimes they'll just you know gift you something because you did something cool in a video game that they're watching along, that kind of stuff. And he did not like the aspect that they're earning money using the persona of their wrestler. And for some of these people, the persona includes just the way they look. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you can't really turn that off. Right. Unless you're just not going to be on screen, but that's, you know, that kind of defeats the purpose. So Vince just basically said, no, we're going to stop it. Now, what's weird about this is that there's a whole uh, gaming channel that has done official stuff with WWE for, for many, many years now. Uh, a wrestler named Xavier Woods, his real name's uh, Austin Creed, he... Uh, ran already a gaming channel called Up, Up, Down, Down. And when he joined WWE, they did a lot of crossover stuff, and most of his content now involves other wrestlers and, you know, joint games, joint gaming streams that they do. They've they've released three hours worth of Among Us that they played together, which I have watched all three hours of, and it's nice. a blast. <laughs> um, but we also have... Uh, Several. There's there's at least a handful of them who use this t- this time, and it's grown bigger during this year mm-hmm. because they're not traveling. Right. They're not traveling anywhere. They're not even traveling for the main shows. Typically, they'll do live shows throughout the week when that aren't on air, and then they also have their two main shows that air uh, on television. Uh, but they're not doing any of that. They're not even traveling to different arenas to do the televised show. It's all happening from one location that mm-hmm. they have set up, and so they've got a bunch of downtime. And so they've gotten big on Twitch to raise a little bit more money, to have a little bit more fun, but mainly to connect with people. Right. Not just fans, per se, of like wrestling, but actually building a community of people that they want around them. Uh, and the biggest, ver- the biggest uh, example of this is a, a uh, wrestler named Paige. She was a very big uh, name in the, in the female wrestling arena for WWE, but she had her neck broken two different times and after the second time 
She's just not cleared to wrestle anymore. Okay. But she's still on WWE's payroll. They still trot her out for special events maybe twice a year as some sort of special commentator or something. I like how you said trot her out. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly, that's how she words it now. <laughs> uh, and that's it. Other than that, she's sitting at home. Okay. But they're applying this even to her. And so her, and, and this is kind of where it's bringing to our, what's bringing up our, our actual main discussion once we get to it, is that she, she kind of broke down. They, they all basically had their last stream uh, on the last day that they were able to do this before the new rules went into effect. Okay. And we get into, you know, the, the reasons why and, and uh, why we disagree with those reasons on the Two Words podcast, second episode, if you want to go check that out and listen to the whole thing. We're not, we won't be touching much more on the WWE aspect other than Paige's reaction here. She, uh, she responded, I've honestly gotten to the point where I cannot deal with this company anymore. I have to make a very important decision. I'm tired. I broke my neck twice, twice for this company overworked i broke my neck twice for this company they didn't they don't realize that this community isn't just about getting subs which is you know subscriptions Mm -hmm. to get a subscription on twitch that costs money it costs a couple bucks uh some of which goes to twitch some of which goes to the creator um she continued to state that she's an injured wrestler, only gets to use the media, uh, used for media occasionally. Doing her Twitch stream gives her something to do, but keeps her sane. It's a mental health thing that mm-hmm. she's using. Uh, she says, "I understand you're like you're wrestling every day, doing shows every day, but I'm an injured wrestler. I use for media stuff sometimes, but at the end of the day, I'm in my house going crazy, and I need something to keep me sane." She, uh, in other comments, you know, talked about how. She's connected with so many people through this platform that, you know, this, this is, this is where she goes essentially for community Mm -hmm. and in a time where, you know, all of us have kind of been restrained to our homes for most of the year. That's been where a lot of us have gone to, uh, to find community, even celebrate recovery. The, the, the 12 step faith-based program that Mo and I have both been involved with, uh, even they who have had a staunch uh, rule against doing any of this online have had to roll that back and figure out a way to have small groups online mm-hmm. if a church requires that because that's it's really the only option for a lot of places. And so what this really made me realize, this, this event, uh, was just how important the actual platform of Twitch has become. It started as a, a, uh, a simple game streaming platform. And it was like, it's only a few years old. And in like three years time, it became this gigantic thing. All not, not based around the, the company. It's not based around making money. It's based around the community that it's built. Mm-hmm. And it's now extended far beyond just video games. People get in there and basically do anything. Anything that they do for a living. You could be sitting there knitting something. Talking to people as you knit. People will watch it. People will communicate with you, talk to you. They'll get on Discord at the same time, talk to you verbally. Uh, 
I mean, it's 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 grown to such a big thing. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back. We'll dive deeper into the community Twitch is creating. Lurk with us when the Backroom Morning Show returns. Stick around. What's up, everybody? It's Station Manager Matt, and this is Five Not Cool Things. Number 26, that a quote-unquote complete breakfast includes three drinks, orange juice, milk, and coffee. Like, how big do you think my bladder is? Number 27, teenage angst. Ugh. Number 28, chairs with uneven legs, making you rock back and forth on the two longest legs. Number 29, tattoos of barbed wire wrapped around your arm. Oh yeah, you're hardcore. I mean, it almost looks real. If you were really hardcore, you'd wrap actual barbed wire around your arm. And number 30, trying to have a meal together with your family when there's no TV on for the first time in months and just sitting in silence the whole time because you've forgotten how to talk to other humans. Those are five not cool things. You know what is cool? Operation Christmas Child, an opportunity to pack a shoebox full of gifts, hygiene items, and school supplies to send to a kid in a faraway country who likely won't get a Christmas present this year. And they'll also get to learn about Jesus. It's a fantastic ministry that I'm sure is struggling this year to reach the goals that they've had in previous years. But you don't even have to go to a store to do it this year. Search for Samaritan's Purse online and you can pack a shoebox virtually right from your couch. to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo, and we hope you're listening to us on LTN Radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. Stay up to date with our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing throughout, too. Now, we are going to play a quick round of Who Said It before we get back to our main discussion for today. Uh, this time... <laughs> so wow. this time I've got quotes from God slash Jesus, but we'll just say God is the answer from the Bible and quotes from Kanye West. I will, I will read the quote. Mo is going to guess which is which play along at home. Uh, this one is also timed, but it's also five minutes as was last week. And you really didn't even need two of those whole minutes. So I don't think I like this one. <laughs> I really feel like I am going to, <laughs> this is, this is a, uh, this is a test. This like, is it's a test okay. It's okay when it's Justin Bieber or Angelica Pickles <laughs> or Batman or Lego Batman, but it's gone. <laughs> so you better not get any wrong is all I'm saying. So we got 14 here. All right. I'm scared. It's probably going to be a lot easier than you think it is. Okay. <laughs> I am the light of the world. God. Correct. I feed the branches of the people. Oh, Kanye. Correct. I live and breathe every element in life. Kanye. Correct. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. God. 
Correct. I am the way, the truth, and the life. God. Correct. My voice travels mountains. Kanye. Good job. <laughs> the first collection was way better than the second. It was more artful. It was like 30 collections in one. Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I testify about myself, my testimony is true. Uh, God, that's in the Bible, isn't it? It's that, this is the quiz. <laughs> is it? I feel like it's in the Bible. <laughs> so God? Yeah. Good job. Okay. The devil dances and eventually answers to the call of autumn. Mm, Kanye. Good job. And all of you are children of the Most High, but you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. God. Good job. I am so credible and so influential and so relevant that I will change things. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's true of God, but it's Kanye. <laughs> Good job. Have I been so long with you and yet you have not come to know me? God. Good job. After a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. God. Good job. Everyone who has heard and learned from me comes to me. It's all riding on this one. Really? This would be a clean sweep if you get it right. <laughs> it's learned from me that's getting to me. <laughs> Say it again. Everyone who has heard and learned from me comes to me. Kanye. Oh! <laughs> Bam! That is from John six forty six four five. See, 45. but I Here. didn't think learned from me. That mm, hey, that threw on. me. You got you got thirteen out of fourteen. Yeah. that's not a bad score. Sure, <laughs> that learned from me really threw me. I. Mm. Uh, that was good. Hey, you did better than my wife did. Really? My wife got three of them wrong. And I tested it out on her, so good job. Awesome. I feel a little bit better now. Uh, all right. So let's see here. Let's talk about Twitch. Let me give you a little bit of history on Twitch. Please do. Twitch is a story of what happens when you harness the power of passionate people. Uh, it began as a life casting site called Justin.tv that focused on filming Justin Khan's life 24-7 and then expanded to enable viewers to live stream all types of content. But given the rise of gaming content on the platform, they spun out a new vertical called Twitch, which focused only on the games industry to begin with. In just a short period, Twitch grew so big, it eventually eclipsed Justin.tv and became the company's sole priority. After moving to focus exclusively on serving gamers, in just three years, the community grew from 1 million to 10 million to 60 million unique visitors per month and became embedded in the culture of gaming. Uh, let's see. So you can break Twitch users down into four different types at this point. Viewers, which are people that just kind of lurk. Fans, these are the people that actually subscribe like pay money to follow and and uh, see all the content of somebody broadcasters 
people that are actually providing the content, and then game developers and publishers. Okay. <laughs> Viewers are passive, uh, unlikely to participate in the live chats. Not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but Twitch has passive viewers in the millions, and all of them have the potential to become more active. Fans are members who log in, follow others, participate in group chats, identify bugs, all that kind of stuff. It's important that Twitch turns their viewers into fans over time. In order to do this, they have to actually listen to them and consider them to be a part of the family. That harnesses a deep connection uh, when they implement their ideas or uh, hear them out on changes that need to be made. Broadcasters are the contributors to Twitch who broadcast themselves playing games or host live chats with their fans and followers. They're an essential ingredient in the Twitch mix, and uh, it's it's really you know where where all this started. It's a, it's essentially the same way YouTube began, except they jumped from short pre-produced videos to more long-form live videos as the main jumping off point okay you know uh and then game developers and publishers it's it's kind of new uh to the platform where actual creators of games are creating their games in real time with people watching them wow watching them how to how you know watching them play the demos what helping you know playing the demos along with them Finding bugs, find you know, hearing out on you know different ideas or things to tweak, all that kind of stuff, like in real time in development, until eventually a full game is produced. Okay, isn't that like that in itself is a brilliant move? Yeah. But Twitch recently, and you might have seen these commercials on like Hulu or something earlier this year, recently started launching this thing about how Twitch is not just gaming. In fact, their slogan was Twitch. You're already on it. This was a, Twitch is pretty much an opportunity for anybody in any walk of life doing anything to uh, stream and connect with people. And so it's, it became less about having like a, a, you know, a YouTube celebrity that you're following and more about uh, building a community around a specific thing. Okay. So like the, 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 the example that I used last hour was like knitting. Right. Like say, say that you like to cross stitch intricate, you know, anime pictures on a, you know, a thing and you're sitting there and you're talking to people as you do it. And then you show the finished product at the end of this five hour stream, there will be a huge following of that over time. Um, there are a lot of YouTubers who will edit their videos while streaming on Twitch, showing them, you know, every piece they're putting together, the outtakes huh. and all this kind of stuff, put it on there. It's, it's, it's really about just this, hey, we're all doing this life together kind of mentality. Wow. Not a, not a, look, I'm, I'm high above you, mm -hmm. all this stuff going on behind the scenes you don't really need to see, or that's only for the people that pay me a hundred bucks a month right. over on Patreon. This is a, look, you're, you're a big part of this too, and I want you to be a part of it. Right. Um, and so then we get to Love Thy Nerd, which Love Thy Nerd wasn't a big deal on Twitch until this year. Matt Warmbier was, uh the head of going to conventions 
all year. Like he would he would get all the trips planned out, get everything planned, get a team together, go to a convention, run the booth, do all that kind of stuff. That was his main gig. But then all the conventions closed. Right. And Matt's like, well, I can't just sit on my hands. I need to do something. Mm-hmm. And so they set him up. All right. You're going to stream on Twitch most nights. And so uh, mostly him, sometimes Bubba as well. They will get on. I think every night they're on for at least three or four hours playing games, often with other people in the community, but live chatting with people, uh, both audibly through Discord and in the, in the chat boxes, and just kind of building, continuing to build that community. Now, they've also brought in another streamer uh, from the community. His name's Frost, uh, who also streams. Uh, so now they have several streams going throughout the week. And uh, it has become this, this really big arm of the Love Thy Nerd ministry. Uh, Matt's show is called Matt's, Matt Plays Games Poorly, which uh, would have been the perfect name for me <laughs> if I started a, a Twitch stream. Because I stink at video games. Not bitter at all. <laughs> uh, Bubba's show is called Bubba Plays Games Adequately, which oh. makes, you know, from what I know of him, that's, a, that's about right. He was always better than me in everything that we played. Okay. But never, like, top tier, like, this is the guy that's just going to murder everybody as soon as, you know, he walks in the room. So okay. that's good. But uh, they, they built this community around it, and... As it's grown as a part of their ministry, kind of organically through this, let's just try it out and give you something to do. They've seen it become so big, such a big part of their community that they're now expanding to do even more on Twitch. They started playing live uh, live games on Twitch, like uh, uh, tabletop games mm-hmm. with family members and friends, uh, and then having you know the community, the Twitch community there, help them if they're doing like a co-op game or heckle them as they're going against each other. Uh, And they've started also recording their free play podcast every week live on video on Twitch. And so it airs on LTN Radio on Wednesdays, but it's actually recorded on Twitch for their Twitch subscribers the Friday before. And so they get to they get to see along all three cameras and what they're doing. And uh, that's something that actually you and I are going to get to start doing briefly as oh just gosh. a special thing in December only uh, this year. Dun, dun, uh, dun. It might become a yearly December thing. We don't know for sure, but... Uh, oh. What they're what they're planning? Just we'll just give you a little quick what taste. They're, what, they're, what they're planning on doing uh, for most of the shows that air on LTN Radio and most of the podcasts, they're going to take a break in December. They're going to take December off. It's going to be the end of their season, the end of November, and so we need to fill in a couple of those spots. And we have a couple other ideas. You know, Mo and I are going to keep going uh, for most, if not all, of the month. Uh, but for those uh, other spots in the afternoons. We have a couple ideas, but one of those ideas is that Mo and I on Friday afternoons are going to have a uh, afternoon show where we're going to do different things. Um, that's likely when we're going to do that uh, one chip challenge that we've been teasing uh, for forever. Might be the first one. Hey, that same fifth nice. grade class that I told you about last yeah. hour. Yeah, they've asked me this past week, have you done the one chip challenge yet? And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's coming. Well, I guess I'm going to. It's coming, (laughs) y'all. But our plan is to actually air that on Twitch as we record it. Uh, 
a few days beforehand. Uh, we haven't exactly figured out when the the Twitch stream will be, but uh, you know that's that's a way for us to have a show and actually have you be a part of it as we're recording it. So people will be able to comment live. We'll be able to do things that uh, are more. App, uh, more more applicable to a live audience mm-hmm. and it'll still produce great audio content for the actual podcast and this, the, I guess I don't really have a giant point about what we're talking about other than the fact that if you aren't on Twitch yet it's something that you need to get, a, get uh, check out but uh the aspect that I wanted to get into just briefly here at the end was actually, I kind of touched on it with Celebrate Recovery, mm-hmm. in that what we're seeing in this Twitch thing, and also, I mean, it's partially in like the Zoom stuff, but it's more the, the live streaming things, is that people are using this for their mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing that mental health crisis kind of play out now in a visual sense. Like we're we're it's it's not so much hidden anymore because we're seeing people when you're streaming for five hours and just chatting with people, there's no facade you can keep up for five hours. Right. You're even if you start coming at it as a character, eventually that's gonna wear away mm-hmm. and you're going to be honest and be real with your actual struggles, with your actual feelings. Yeah. We see that a little bit with TikTok. Where people get on and give those really weird emotional TikToks from their bathtubs. That's the wrong way to do it. Because there's no communication with that. That makes me cry. <laughs> there's, there's no interaction. It's just you putting content out. Yeah. This is interaction. Now, I'm not saying this is a perfect example of how to handle your mental health. But I am saying it does showcase the need. Mm-hmm. It does showcase how we are struggling for a safe environment, a genuine environment, and a connection with other people who have have some similar interests as us. That's that's where we feel safer, I guess. So when we have Nancy's knitting anime channel <laughs> pulling in, is that in, a real channel? I have. Oh, okay. I'm sure there is something like that, but this is just you a, just a keep fake thing. I keep bringing it, it up, so. <laughs> and. Uh, she starts getting genuine followers and subscribers who are just really into cross-stitched anime characters. That opens this door to, well, now I'm kind of going to trust these people mm-hmm. that are here. Right. Like, if you genuinely care about this, then the longer that you're a part of this, the longer you're going to care about me, and I'm going to care about you. Yeah. And this community is going to build. It's the same thing that Love Thy Nerd does, uh, has done from the beginning. Is that let's build a community around the things, the nerdy things that we love. And then from there, that's where that relationship grows, that trust grows, that connection grows. And that's when we can start actually talking about the real things in this life. Mm -hmm. Beyond the superficial, beyond the fandoms, and into the actual faith aspect of how we live our lives, how we should be living our lives, how we want to be better for ourselves, for our families, for our God. And uh, Twitch and and many other platforms like this can be a great catalyst to start those kind of discussions. Mm -hmm. 
which I don't even know if Twitch really realizes that their their community has become this, especially so much in this last year. Right. But I will tell you that before this year, I had absolutely zero interest in Twitch. Yeah. And I'd never heard of it. And I'm still not a giant uh, gaming person either, but I'm 100% in on this this program and uh, really interested in uh, utilizing it uh, as both a a uh, broadcaster and a fan, a follower. Mm. So. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I know you didn't have a lot to say because you, ha- you haven't been in super involved with Twitch yet. My thoughts are I'm terrified. You're terrified. That's, <laughs> that's what my thoughts are. What are you terrified about? My thoughts are where are you taking this? <laughs> my thoughts are what are we about to do? <laughs> those, those, are my, those are my thoughts. But um, more specifically as far as, you know, what what is happening with Twitch now, I think it's genius. I think it's brilliant. And I think it's very necessary. You know, and I feel like we keep going back, and not just we, but, I mean, we as the general we. Everyone keeps going back to 2020, you know. And maybe it took 2020 for us to realize some of the deep needs that we were lacking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it really it really kind of showcased a lot of things that were already broken. Right. And now we're highlighted those areas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I say areas? Areas. Er, 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 okay. Yeah. Highlighted those areas. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and just like you said made it harder to hide. You when you're stuck in your house for 50 some days, you can't hide from things anymore, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think <laughs> even though you are hiding from the world, quite literally, things come out. Yeah. Things that you've kept hidden for a very long time will come out. And so everybody is so fixated on our physical health right now, concerned with Corona, concerned with staying healthy, remaining healthy. Um, while, our mental health seems to be taking a back burner. And so um, platforms like this, I'm so grateful for because it, it gives um, a voice to mental health. It allows those people who are struggling and may not even realize they're struggling because a lot of times, specifically with mental health, you don't realize it until you start talking about it. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I do have some areas that I that I'm having a difficult time with, Yeah, you know? Um, and so for, for a person to be able to have a safe place, um, a place of community where they feel like they can trust the people that they're talking to and that those people will understand them on a deeper level level. Um, I think it's very much needed, not just in 2020, but it should have happened a long time ago. Yeah. Um, What remi- what you reminded me of was a story that you told uh, a few months into this quarantine about your family, how y'all were getting on all each other's nerves so much, just uh, snapping at each other at every second. And mm-hmm. I think it was Topher yep. that eventually made the re- realization, you know, it's probably because we've been in each other's space 
nonstop yeah. for weeks. Yeah. We haven't had any kind of break from each other. Yeah. Because <laughs> at any, po- any point you spend that long with, with a family member that you love, eventually they're just going to tick you off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is the, uh, but what actually my rabbit trail from that <laughs> was uh, thinking about teenagers. Teenagers who kind of shut themselves off from interacting with the world. Yeah. Or talking about their feelings, talking um, about, you know, struggles or anything like that. Teenagers also are flocking to Twitch as kind of a replacement for that. A way to what they deem as a more, a more safe environment to actually be who they really are, you know, express the things that they're struggling with or even just kind of have the the unburdening of life for a little bit Mm -hmm. you know to to kind of get lost in something that for the most part is safe as long as depending on the person that you're watching i'm not saying everything on twitch is family friendly but it's i think they've they were doing that long before 2020 ever started yeah and i think at first we would see that uh, not knowing what we, you know, not seeing what we've seen this year. Before this, we would have seen that maybe and thought, oh, I don't know if that's exactly a healthy thing. Mm-hmm. And once you get into it and you see how these interactions go, for the most part, again, I can't vouch for 100% of the site, but for the most part, where you see how these communities form, you can say, well, okay, I can see how it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, as long as you know you're parenting and doing the doing the things that you should the due diligence of making sure you you know who they're connecting with and all that uh if it's an opportunity for them to talk in a way that they're uncomfortable doing with their own friends in real per- you know in real life mm-hmm. it could be the start of them learning how to open up right uh, essentially like a small group yeah. for teenagers, <laughs> a 12-step small group. That's fair. Uh, but you, but with that comes the, the very big asterisk of you got to do your parenting job and make sure you know who they're connecting with, uh, which, gosh, I'm terrified of that. Mm-hmm. My kids, your kids are two teenagers and one almost teenager. Mm-hmm. I got a six-year-old and a three-year-old and... Might have another one coming someday soon. So I still got a few years, but I have no idea what I'm getting into. Yeah. With teenagers, man. But that's a whole nother day's worth of talking. That's fair. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so I, I, I apologize. I kind of rambled on this one. And I didn't know exactly how I was going to attack it. Uh, but I do hope that we at least hit a couple good points in there. <laughs> and uh, if nothing else got you excited about maybe checking out twitch uh and check out the love thy nerd stream over at twitch so it's twitch.tv slash love thy nerd go check it out uh you can see some of the clips and uh like i said they stream most every night i think sun except for sunday nights they're streaming so okay. you can go see that and then eventually you'll see us there so <laughs> 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 uh, um let's see there was one more thing i was going to talk about we don't have to linger long on it, but we do have a little bit of time. Uh, I think it was last year. 
you and I talked about the VR church that we had discovered. Oh, yeah. That virtual reality church mm-hmm. where it was kind of like set up like Second Life, if you're familiar with that, uh, where you get on and you have your little avatar and you go into this actual community that these people have programmed and built. It's an actual church and you go in there and you sit down and you got your avatars can be anything. You got monsters and robots and normal looking people all sitting down and mm-hmm. there's a actual pastor of this vr church that gets up and you all mute your mics and he gives a message or they have like worship time as well that plays on the on the screen in the vr church which is really strange but i remember at that point when we talked about it which was either early 2019 or late 2018 it was like this is weird go to church but (laughs) i mean if if it's if if you have the choice to go to a real church go to a real church Mm -hmm. but if you don't this would be an okay replacement i guess because you're still building that community even if it's with people that you don't see uh 2020 rolls around we're all doing virtual church (laughs) and that was a big thing that that hit me with this is like oh yeah okay i can see how even though yes it's obviously better to have a personal connection in person with with people and building relationships that way this is a a a good start this could be a great start this online connection uh so yeah that's just the only other throwback that i remembered of how how my mind has changed a little bit on that kind of topic you know and as (laughs) i don't i am probably the ever optimist out of Matt and I, um, also out of my family, also out of most of my friends. (laughs) Um, I just always try to see ever optimist. I mean, I do (laughs) there. I'm not always happy. I'm not always in a great mood, but even when I'm frustrated and irritable, I do try to go, okay, well, what's, what's the bigger picture? Okay. What's the the good that's going to come out of this? Okay. You know? Okay. I do. I'll give that to you. Okay, thank okay, you. Right. Even when I'm shoving candy corn down my throat. <laughs> that was disgusting. This is for the better. Betterment of our I show. I don't know what the betterment was, but... I got some more over here. Nope. Um, Clean you out. <laughs> no, thank you. Clean out your sinuses. Nope. Um, I do... I think it'll cure coronavirus if you got it. You know... <laughs> <laughs> Even the virus won't want to stick around <laughs> with what that does to your when body. When Thanksgiving flavored candy corn <laughs> enters it. Um, so I may be the ever optimist, but um, I <laughs> listening back to some of our old shows as you've been doing the rewinds, the rewinds yeah. on, on Fridays and Thursdays. Thursdays, sorry. And just listening back to those, I... <sighs> It's amazing what all has happened in 2020, and not just worldwide, but in my tiny itty-bitty brain. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing all of the changes that 2020 has brought. Mm -hmm. You know, and this virtual church is one of those things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Doing church from home with just my family. That's something that I would have been like, yeah, okay. (laughs) what's the point why even wake up i go to church to see other people you know um but it really just all of 2020 completely changed my mindset on so many different things 
And Twitch is probably going to be one of those things yeah. because I have a child who we're is gonna, very much. We're going to sneak one more change in there before 2020 is over for you. Great. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> not looking forward to the, it. Uh, you're not looking forward <laughs> to it. Come on. Now. I don't like change. You don't like change. It's like, I'm the ever optimist, yeah. but I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like being optimistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's exhausting sometimes, that seems, okay? That seems... Mm, what's the word? Counter in- yeah, counterintuitive. Counter- yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's because I don't like it, but then I feel bad. I'm always like, okay. I feel bad I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Do you kn- yeah, I get what you're saying. Anyway, I'm <laughs> codependent with myself, apparently, okay? <laughs> There's a lot of things in this life where we're like, I should like this. Why don't I? Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't want to be forced to like it either. This could be for your good, Mo. But Just <laughs> get over yeah, it's, it. It's changed. It's changed a lot of the way we think, a lot of the way we act, even though some of the you know words we use, the way we talk, the ideas yeah. that we espouse. Uh-huh. Um, just in a very short time. Yeah. And then there are some people who haven't changed at all. Yeah. Like, do you remember when everybody was... Uh, going to church at home, like just with yeah. your family and uh-huh. watching church on TV, you still had those very judgmental people of like, how dare you watch church in your pajamas? Oh yeah. You get dressed for church, even if it's in your living room. Hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. do you though? The Bible says, come as you are. <laughs> I-, I rolled out of bed just like this. <laughs> as I am, Lord, take me as I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my bathrobe is closer to what Jesus wore than my three-piece suit. I'm just saying. You know? <laughs> All right. We're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we'll share our latest Twitter poll about Christmas music. More Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show, and things are winding down for the day. But first, with Halloween and Election Day far behind us, and many of us grasping for anything to lift our spirits, we asked our listeners on Twitter, should at LTN on air start playing Christmas music right away? Should we start playing Christmas music on LTN radio, like, now? Yes. Let's find out. I say yes. Our answers, options were, yes, please, Lord. No, 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 no. And maybe just for this year. What do you think the number one answer was? Mm, Maybe just for this year. (laughs) 
So we're going to harmonize these times when I came <laughs> <Sorry>. in. Sorry. <laughs> you think maybe just for this year was Maybe just one? for this year. No, unfortunately, that was number three. Really? With 14.3%. Wow. Okay. So what do you think was number no, no, one? No, 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 no. Yeah. Really? Over 50%. 52.4%. That's no, 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 no. That's yeah. really sad. Yes, please. The Lord came in at 33.3%, right at the third. That's sad. <laughs> Do you know okay. what I did this past Saturday? Put up your Christmas tree? I started putting really? up Christmas. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I only got two weeks. Yeah. That's I only true. have two weeks until Thanksgiving, and we're going to be gone for the week of Thanksgiving. So that's by the right. time we make it back, it'll already be December. And. Like I was arguing to my friend group, I would rather have a little more joy into November than making December super stressed because I don't have Christmas up yet. <laughs> so I'm breaking my own rule and I don't even care. Good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good point. So uh, your fuddy-duddies all, all you 52.4%. Uh, to, to be perfectly honest, the, the guys at LTN Radio are like, do whatever you want. <laughs> but... Uh, well, we'll stick with tradition. We'll we'll start it on, on uh, Black Friday like we typically do. But uh, we'll also do what we did last year with the twelve nights of Christmas. Yeah. Beginning those the ten days before Christmas Eve, we'll start a uh, probably after our afternoon show, all Christmas music all the way up till midnight. Okay. And then all day Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So it'll be good. And we're hoping for, we will have a Christmas Eve episode of Church Nerds uh, to kick off that Thursday. And then we're aiming to have a Christmas Day Matt and Mo special. What? Uh, for the afternoon of Christmas. So. Interesting. Yeah. All so, of this is new to me. Yeah. A surprise for her, too. <laughs> All of it's been talked about just in the last couple of days behind the scenes here. Oh so. My goodness. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun month, everybody. Mm -hmm. Mo, let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Luke twelve twenty four. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value... Are you than the birds? That is going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all that we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles as, on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts. If you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, please visit give.ltnonair.com. And, and uh, LTN Radio will be chosen already from the drop-down menu for you. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Follow us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, just in case you ever miss a day, find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon. Amazon podcast, all the podcasts, subscribe, rate five stars and leave a review. Something along the lines of we love them. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN radio at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day. And oh, final thought. Mm, the Baltimore Ravens are obviously God's team. It's making me twitch. <laughs> and remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus loves you. Mary.